unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I think we're faced with that throughout our entire lives as a woman. There are these moments where it's like, I can't do it. Whether it's raising that child, whether it's um, following a career, whether it's starting a business, there's that moment that you're still confronted with. And the same way we can help create birth environments that empower a woman to say, no, you can do this. Hi guys, welcome back. Um, today we have got Emily on with us and um, I'm really excited because we're going to be talking about motherhood and it's really awesome because both Kaylin and I just had babies. Um, mm-hmm. Not like super, super recently, me a little bit more recently. Within than you, the last year. Within yeah. the last year, exactly. So we're new mothers and we're super excited to be talking about this today. Um, but not only just motherhood, but we're also going to be talking about like divine motherhood. Anyway, um, let's go ahead and jump into this. Uh, first, if you want to just like do a, a little introduction and just tell yeah. us a little bit about why you're here today. Sure, you bet. Um, So I am a three-time mother here, but I have a little one who's kind of close in age with him, so that's a little fun. Uh, Mine's seven-month-old. I have a two-year-old boy as well and a five-year-old boy. Um, And I have been on kind of a long journey. I never thought I was going to end up talking about motherhood, but that's kind of where it's all come together. And so um, I realized that this pattern of birth and becoming a mother, it's an integral part of us. Whether we have physical children or not, um, we need to understand it as women because it's a part of how we fulfill really our divine destiny. That's wonderful. And before we kind of started filming, we were talking a little bit, you asked us a great question about like what we think of when we think of motherhood, right? Like what kind of what comes to mind. And obviously like motherhood is such... There's just so much yeah. that goes with it's it. It's so emotional and physical and yeah. hard and wonderful. It's it's such a complicated thing to talk about. And like what kind of led you kind of this point to where you're talking to people about motherhood and you're helping them in their motherhood journey? Yeah. Um, I think a big part of it was I've always been a pattern person. So I just I love patterns um in school i liked i liked math just for the pattern part i didn't like the actual application of it (laughs) but throughout my life i started seeing that there were these patterns that showed up and it started through getting married and i loved but that's a whole nother story i mean maybe we'll get into that but (laughs) that was a piece of it that led to my faith journey that led to starting a business that led to um having my son and i saw that no matter what i was focused on creating a relationship, creating a business, creating a human child, there were these same like beats that kept showing up. And I found that underlying all of it was really my relationship with myself. And how did I feel? Was I coming at it from an empowered state or from this like overwhelmed (laughs) state, right? Which we all feel. Yes. (laughs) And so that's kind of how it evolved was just seeing like, okay, well, can I take this thing that helped me in this part of my life and how can I apply it here? And when I tried to find one way to sort of sum it all up, motherhood was what was left. That was really the key piece. So, Wow. wow. That's and awesome. 
like, I like how you mentioned that motherhood kind of goes into all of us just as our nature as women in general, like whether we are a mother or not, how can being in touch with like motherhood or just like that innate sense of ourselves, you kind of mentioned divine motherhood at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Let's kind of go into that a little bit about what that means. So for me, um, a piece that's become really important is my relationship with my heavenly parents and the idea that we have this pattern that the highest title that God of the universe chose was heavenly mother and heavenly father. Like it's not the great emperor. It's not like, you know, some of our Mm. human titles, Mm -hmm. it's parent titles. And I think there's a reason for that. And I think sometimes we get so focused on our human perspective of what it means to be a mother or a father. And we kind of project that onto God of like, oh, that's what it must mean to be heavenly father or heavenly mother. And I think we've got that backwards, that instead we should be looking at what does it mean for me to be this human mother and how can I learn that from my heavenly parents? And to recognize that, you know, some people are like, well, we don't know, right? (laughs) Um, It's like, but we do have Jesus Christ and he's that person who's supposed to help us learn to become like them. And so Christ is such an integral part of what it means to be a woman. I mean, even Gethsemane and bleeding, like that's an integral part of birth and life. And he understands it. He understands all of these pieces. And so as we develop our relationship with him, it helps us understand who we are. And that can point us back to our eternal destiny is really this goddess of the universe, Heavenly Mother. Right. And that's not to say the Heavenly Father is not important, but in the sake of this conversation, I think that's an important um, piece of why we bring her into the conversation and was something I was never expecting. (laughs) Um, I was not someone who ever really struggled with the temple or with feeling like I had a place in the church. And yet she kind of just popped into my world. I started having these relationships with my savior and it was like he was saying, hey, I want to introduce you to our mom. And from that perspective, it was almost, I felt like an adopted child who was like, wait, you know, my birth mom, like that all of a sudden just hit me in a way I was not expecting. I didn't feel like an orphan. I didn't feel like anything was wrong. I had wonderful earthly parents. Um, But I found that that was really an integral part of understanding being a mother to my own children. And there were so many times where she could just access and comfort and be there for me in a way only a mother could. And that's another piece of kind of where this divine motherhood, I feel like, plays in. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. I do have a question, but I'm not quite sure how I'm going to word it. So I want to ask, because Heavenly Mother is obviously somebody that we don't normally talk about, and she's very like sacred in that way. But obviously she's very important. So how can we, I don't want to say like access her, but like, how can we learn about motherhood through her? How can, mm. am I making any like sense? That. Like how can yeah. we, cause she, cause, cause you talked about like divine motherhood, how we can kind of learn from our heavenly parents. Like yeah. how do we access that? Yeah. yeah. When yeah. she's not really somebody that we 
actively talk about? Um, so I think a really great answer to that question, because it's a common one, right, is to recognize we have a couple of different resources available to us. One is we have the Gospel Topics essay um, on Heavenly Mother. And that actually, if you break that down, there's a lot of stuff in there. It looks a little bit sometimes like, well, there's nothing specific, but like, what's the specific we know about Heavenly Father, <laughs> right? Like, Good point. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's actually a lot it can tell us in there. Um, the other resource that is great is uh, the Family Proclamation, right? Understanding some of those key pieces. Um, and then, of course, the scriptures. And again, Jesus Christ, to me, that's where it always comes back to, is if you develop a relationship with him, that is automatically going to help you come to know yourself. And as you come to know yourself, you will come to know her. And I think that we forget we have that beautiful path that we're sometimes always looking for someone outside of us to define that. And we have this beautiful ability to be like co-creators of discovering what that relationship looks like. My dad was big growing up saying like, we have to be worthy of revelation before it comes to us. And to me, a part of that is if we were told more about her right now, would we even recognize it? Would we even be like, that's not what motherhood is. That's not what it is to be a woman. Like we need to know that in ourselves so that when or if more comes, whether that's here or uh, in the eternities, right? We want to be able to recognize her. And I think that means starting with recognizing ourselves. And I feel like a lot of women, especially throughout the birth process, um, you come to know yourself on a much more intimate level. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> In the ways that you, uh, it's almost hard to describe, but that's part of the birth process. And I think that's a part of what birth is meant to do. It's meant to get us in touch with ourselves. And the more we can support each other in that um, and develop that connection, I think that will help a lot. I, I love that. And it's like, it makes me think like a lot of when people search for kind of Heavenly Mother, or just learning about her or reaching out to her, we often look to kind of the outer things or like, what is the church saying about her? What is, and, and like, that's all important right. stuff. Yes. And I love that you point out looking more inward to ourselves and recognizing like our divine nature yeah. as women. I think that's so important. I just love that. I love that point that you brought up. I don't know, because because a lot of women in the church, many of us have struggled with that idea. Like, why, why isn't Heavenly Mother talked more about or like, is she important, you know? Yeah. Um, and just recognizing just who we are as women in general can really open that up. Yeah. And I love that. So I'm like absorbing everything right now. And I want to like <laughs> ask a good question. Please. I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> We're getting serious. Yeah. Now. So with motherhood or just being a woman in general, yeah. there's a lot that comes with it. I mean, I feel like just being a woman is just like so crazy, just in general. <laughs> and sometimes we feel so inadequate yes. in our role. Yes. Like what can we do when we feel those feelings of inadequacy? How can we get in touch with that? Like yeah. divine nature of our within ourselves. I love that you brought this up. And this is where I love using birth again as like an analogy here, because I think a lot of women are having basically like spiritual, mental, and emotional postpartum depression 
in a way. Like you are introduced into this experience that is meant to connect you with your power and to embolden you and to kind of awaken that in you. Um, I mean, I don't need to tell you ladies, but there comes that moment when you're giving birth and it, at least for me, it dawns on you of like, oh crap, like I have to do this. I have to, nothing <laughs> outside of me can really do this. And there's obviously beautiful resources and things that help us. And I'm so grateful that I had, was able to have a C-section with my second who probably neither of us would be here if we didn't have modern technology. But I've also had birth experiences of seeing like, I physically have to get this baby from inside of me outside and nobody else can do that. I have to be the one to do that. And it gets to this core part of you of like, do I actually believe I can do this? Um, if you talk with a lot of doulas and um, birth professionals, they'll tell you one of the most common things for a woman who's getting really close to delivering her baby is saying, I don't think I can do this. I can't do this, right? The think is completely gone at one point. It's like, I can't do this. <laughs> like, I need some, where are the drugs? Where are the interventions? Like, I'm done. And I think we're faced with that throughout our entire lives as a woman, there are these moments where it's like, I can't do it. Whether it's raising that child, whether it's um, following a career, whether it's starting a business, there's that moment that you're still confronted with. And the same way we can help create birth environments that empower a woman to say, no, you can do this. You can birth this baby. We need those same experiences throughout all of what it means to be a woman throughout our lives, that empowerment of, no, you can do this. And if we look at the pattern of birth, one of the most common traditional things is a community. A woman was never birthing on her own, right? She was surrounded by the wise women in the village. She was surrounded by her birth team. She had, let's not forget one of the most important, if at all possible, having the father there, right? That is a huge sense of, I'm trying to even find the words to describe the experience. My third, so my first birth was in a hospital, best experience of my life. Second birth was in a hospital with a C-section. Third birth was at home in like two hours. <laughs> my nurse midwife barely made it there. And during that home birth, there was a moment where my husband turned and looked at me. And it was that moment of like... I don't know if I can do this. And I had prepped him beforehand of like, I know this moment is coming. <laughs> I've been here before. <laughs> I need you to look me in the eye and tell me I can do this. And that was the moment. And I turned to look at him to see like, did he remember? This is it. Like, uh, it's your turn, mister. Like, I know I'm doing the heavy lifting, but I need you. And I didn't even have to say anything. And neither did he. The look on his face in that moment said it all. The scene, I saw myself reflected in him. I saw the power that I was capable of. I saw his just pure joy and amazement of what was happening. And in that moment, I felt invincible. Like I could take on the world. And that to me is a beautiful part of relationship. And sometimes as a mother, we get so just the blinders come on and we get into this pit and it's that dark place of you just feel completely disconnected and alone. And that can happen with literal like postpartum depression after you have a birth. That can happen in the middle of a faith journey. 
that can happen in your schooling or your professional world, right? Mm -hmm. And recognizing like, that's not what it's meant to be, right? This is a side effect of something that happened. It's letting us know there's an imbalance that has taken place and we need to take steps to help bring that back into a state of balance, right? Whether that's medication or therapy or study or like there's different things we need to do. And I think that's one of the things we're seeing a lot right now is this sort of spiritual postpartum depression that a lot of women Mm -hmm. are specifically going through. And it's because there's not a clear enough message getting through to them of this is your power. This is your worth. This is your purpose. And I think recognizing We've tried, I feel like in a lot of ways to say like, no, mothers are this amazing. They're the highest, holiest, like best calling in the world, right? But to a mother, all she hears is, okay, I'm here and that's there. All I see is a gap. (laughs) That does not feel very empowering to me, right? It has to be something that is cultivated and this doesn't become empowering until you have that relationship with yourself. I mean... We talked earlier a little bit about birth gets you intimately connected to all parts of yourself, right? That's not an accident. You need to be intimately connected to all parts of yourself, Um, especially your physical bodies as women are the fashion industry and clothing. And like, there's so many messages that are disconnecting us from we're a spirit and a body, right? And we need both parts of those together. And so... That's a big part of why I say whole mothers, because we need that embodiment. You need that personal connection with yourself first. And then it starts to become, this isn't so much I'm here and the bar's up here and look how much I'm failing. It becomes, I see that is a part of me. I can recognize it in myself. But if you can't recognize it in yourself because you've never seen it, you've never experienced it, you've never tangibly been enough connected with yourself to see it, it's just a gap and it's yeah. like, no, thanks. I'll just sit here with my humble little pie and do the best I can. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it starts from a place of kind of vulnerability, just Absolutely. addressing, you know what, I've got all these things I need to work on, but also seeing the potential. Yeah. And I guess it will look different for everybody, right? Like how you yeah. go from point A to point B, like reaching that, yeah. just taking steps. You say taking steps. What does that look like? Yeah. yeah. So the same way we have a lot of um, new resources out there for dealing with postpartum depression. You know, we have medication, you have natural routes, you have therapy, you have different components there. We have those same pieces that are available to us spiritually. Sometimes we don't always connect with them because sometimes we're looking to male leaders who have never given birth and that's no fault of their own and that's not to say that they're not doing absolutely their best to be able to support but sometimes the best thing is you need your mom right your wisdom of your mother to say okay how did you get through this how did you deal with this we need that community of other women who are saying Oh, I've been there. <laughs> I understand. Yes. I had the meltdown in the bathroom floor. I had the like shutting the door and letting my child cry. And I just like fell apart at 3 a.m. in the morning. And I'm just completely overwhelmed and drenched in way too many bodily fluids that do not belong to me. <laughs> like that type of experience. 
And so that's one of the things that I seek to do too, is to connect one with one another and say like, look, we're having the same experience here. What did you do to get through this? How did you get through that? Because sometimes, especially in relationship to our spiritual journeys, it looks like the only path is to leave, to walk away. We need more examples of mothers being like, no, I get it. I've been there. Here's how you get through it. And that's what I want to help a lot of people do is recognizing you can step into your own power. You can connect with yourself. It doesn't have to take you away from these things that you love. Your heavenly parents, your savior, Jesus Christ, being a member of the church, it can actually embolden and empower those. But we need to understand more what that process looks like that is uniquely related to a woman and your motherhood. I love that. I I want to say that I love that we're talking about our divine worth as mothers. And I mean, we've already been talking about this, what I'm about to bring up anyway. But if there is any more that we can say about this, I think it's so important. Because we live in a world where women have always been kind of like their value has been tied to their bodies and how they look. Mm-hmm. Getting pregnant and having a baby for <laughs> For so many women, myself included, you look in the mirror and you don't recognize your body anymore. You do not recognize yourself. And it is so hard to feel beautiful when you have to change your whole wardrobe. Like I said, we live in a world where we're so tied to the way we look that it's hard to like rewire your brain to not look at yourself that way, to realize that you aren't, your body is not where your worth lies, if that makes sense. So how can we recognize all these things that you're talking about? How can we recognize our divine worth when it's so hard to do that sometimes when you see yourself as like a whole new person now, if that makes sense. No, totally. (laughs) And I love that you bring it up because again, using motherhood and birth as like a pattern for all aspects of our life. I think all of us can relate to those moments of like, I don't recognize myself anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. where's my passions? I used to love this thing. I used to enjoy it. I felt so good about it. And it's just gone. Like, I don't know how to recover from that. Um, And one of the things that I love working with women is helping them understand we tend to view this as just like a physical process or maybe a physical and mental one, but it's physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And we need all pieces of the puzzle in order to find that state of true balance. And so one of the things that I work a lot with is what I call spiritual trauma. And the idea is that there are two fundamental principles when it comes to spiritual trauma, which is a healthy, balanced whole person feels um, I have worth just for being me. Nothing else attached. It doesn't come from the clothes. It doesn't come from the body shape. It's just me. That's where I get my worth. And in the context of the church, of course, that worth comes from who we are, right? Whose children are we? Um, But then the second piece is feeling safe to be who we are. And so sometimes when we get in this physical world with our humanness, right? We create these things of like, I'm thinking these things about myself. They're not going to view me as a good mother or a good woman. Or like, even when you're pregnant, my goodness, like I need to be thin and toned with the like toned pregnancy body. <laughs> like little, little yes, just like <laughs> only a belly pregnancy, right? It's like the whole thing and not allowing myself to be anything else. Otherwise I'm lazy because I just spent like 
three months literally just lying in bed and on the couch. And that's like all I could do. Right. (laughs) And recognizing, no, there's a reason for why these things are coming up and you are safe to be who you are in this present moment. And so that's one of the things I help people recognize is what's the biological part of it? Because you said, you're right. We do have to rewire our brains. We have to rewire the way we think about stuff. Um, This isn't just like the bounce back, right? We like to think that I can bounce back from being pregnant. No, it takes nine months to grow this child and your body is literally transforming throughout that entire thing. Your insides are rearranging. And at the end of it, you have a wound, open wound, right? I say all the time, (laughs) the world would understand mothering so much more if that wound was outside. And you could visibly <laughs> see, I have a gaping wound like this, and you want me to go back to work. And it's like, um, no, anyone else who had a gaping wound like that, it would be like, please stay home, rest, take care of yourself. But because that's inside, because we can't see it, because it's not as physical, we go, oh, I'm fine. It's okay. I'll take care of it. I'll be back. I can like do all this stuff. And it's like, no, you need that time, even postpartum to recover and go through this, you know, they say nine months on the inside, nine months on the outside. It's a transformation process. And so if we're not talking about how do you heal from all of that, it's going to show up in your next birth. (laughs) And that's one of the things I definitely learned through mind was anything I didn't deal with in the first just showed up in the next and usually amplified. And so being able to recognize, oh, I have this imbalance and it's worth going through the process. It's worth going through the transformation because I think that's one of the biggest things is when you're disconnected from your own worth, it's really hard to say it's worth going through the process. And so that can be one of the places to start is just say, I don't know exactly what this journey looks like. I don't know exactly how it entails, but I'm going to choose to believe that it's worth starting to see what are those steps of going on it and looking into what that journey is going to be for you. Yeah. Emily, thank you so much. This has been like a really cool and important conversation, mm-hmm. um, especially for, I don't know. I just think that it's important that we talk about these things because sometimes just being a mom and being a woman, sometimes we just kind of are like, we push it on the rug and like, you know, I can handle it. Yep. Um, but I love that you emphasize community and, and, you know, we need to talk about these things. So um, if you guys want to follow Emily, she is on Instagram. Um, We're going to, we're going to put a link in your Instagram down in the, but you can tell us, or if there's anything else you want them to know about you or what you're, um, the shameless plug (laughs) (laughs) because I'm so passionate about it. And because it's hard to sum up really quickly, like what this journey looks like and what are the tools of how do you help with it? Um, I am actually starting an academy Um, And it's the Academy of Life Balance, because we talked about that imbalance there, right? And it's all for reclaiming the arts of divine motherhood. So any aspect of your physical, spiritual, mental, emotional life, we're going to look at it from that motherhood perspective and really walk you through that journey, give you all the tools, all the resources, the patterns, the processes, and so yeah, that's a great place to start. Yeah, thank you so much. I just wanted to say there's so much more that we could have been talking about as well. Like this goes on for (laughs) so long. And if there are any mothers or, I mean, anybody at all, if you have any questions, like, can they ask you questions? Absolutely. My games are always open. Comments below. Like that's my, 
like I said, I could talk about this all day. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much more we could cover and it's yeah. it's such an important thing to talk about. And I mean, I know I have more questions and everything. So thank you so, so much for coming okay. on. Um, and remember to like and subscribe and um, maybe even let us know if you'd like more episodes like this because I feel like I would. I think this is so great. So yeah. um, anyway, thanks again and we'll see you next time. Okay. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.